Oh, my goodness. I love, I love, I love to worship the Lord and praise Him. And again, like I said, if He never does another thing for me, man, He's good and I'm blessed. And I can worship from the place of He saved my soul and I'm going to spend eternity with Him. I can worship from that place every single day. No matter what I'm up against, no matter what I'm facing. If you will turn in your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 6, starting in verse 8. The message this morning is titled, Do You See What I See? Not the Christmas song. If you want to sing it, get out of the way, just go ahead. Do you see what I see? 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 through 23 this morning. Everybody there? If you're not there, it'll be on the screen as well. 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 through 23. And the only reason I say it a few times is because that's how we have to do it in youth. Because the first two times they say, what did you say? Here we go. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel, and he consulted with his servants, saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing, and he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of the ser his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha... The prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So he said, go and see where he is that I might send and get him. Where was I at? Sorry, my iPad just messed up. <laughs> 13, here we are. And it was told him saying, surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. Now Elisha said to them, This is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. So it was when they had come to Samaria that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and there they were inside Samaria. Now when the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? But he answered, You shall not kill them. Would you kill those whom you have taken captive with your sword and your bow? Set food and water before them that they may eat and, and drink and go to their master. Then he prepared a great feast for them, and after they ate and drank, he sent them away, and they went to their master. So the bands of Syrian raiders came no more 
into the land of Israel. I want to go back over verse 17 real quick. It said, Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. Father, right now, I just thank you for the opportunity to bring your word. And Father, open hearts, open minds to what you would have to say to us this morning. Bless this word, Father, and let it touch hearts, let it change lives, in Jesus' name, amen. So this king of Syria is making war against Israel, but every time he would make the strategy of what they were going to do, Israel was prepared for it. They already knew what was going on. He didn't know how this was happening. He assumed they had a traitor among them that was finding the things out and letting them know one of the servants ends up telling him what is happening. He tells him, Elisha the prophet is telling, telling the king of Israel, every move you're going to make, even the things you say in secret, he knows. He knows them as God reveals it to him. So the king of Syria says, go and see where he is so I can send some people and go get him. Not just some people, an army. I want to go get him with his army and get rid of him. So they find out that he's in Dothan. They send these horses and chariots and this big army after him. And they come at night and they surround the city where Elisha and his servant were. So this next morning, his servant gets up early and he goes out and he sees this army surrounding the city with the horses and the chariots. And rightly so, his servant starts freaking out a little bit. Oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Look at this army. They've come after you. They're going to get us. I would freak out a little bit as well. So what are we going to do? And Elisha's servant sees these horses and the chariots and this great army surrounding their city, and he's afraid. I'm sure he understands that there's little chance that they're going to escape. There's little a chance uh, for them to get out of this and not be harmed. There's little chance of them surviving this attack from so many people. And Elijah says this to him, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Amen. Now, if I'm that servant, I'm thinking, ah, I think you're a little off. There's the two of us and there's all of these out here. I really, I just, I'm having a hard time believing that. I'm having a hard time believing it. Elisha gives a servant a reason not to fear. Don't fear. There's more on our side than what they have here. And he's not doing this just to give him some empty hope or, uh, hope or wishful thinking. It was a real reason for confidence even if the servant could not see it. Do you see what I see? Elisha goes on to say, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And that's what we're talking about this morning. Do you see what I see? Do you see what God sees when you come up against things in life? Do you see what I see? And Elisha did not pray that God would change anything in the situation. His only request was that his servant could actually see the spiritual reality of what was going on. That's all he prayed. And yet Elisha also did not try to persuade the servant of the reality of those who are with us. The servant could not have explained this to him. He couldn't have been explained to him. He couldn't have told Elisha. couldn't have said, this is what's really happening. 
and he couldn't have been persuaded. He had to see it. So it tells me in that moment that no matter what Elisha was going to say to him, he wasn't going to believe it. So he prays, God, just open his eyes so he can see what I see. So he can see what you're really doing here. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. So God answered Elisha's prayer. And and when people are, are spiritually blind, only God can open their eyes. It's not anything I say, anything you say. We may give a good word and we may give some encouragement, but when it comes to spiritually opening somebody's heart and their eyes and their mind to what God has for them, it's him. It's the Holy Spirit that tugs on that person and lets them know what's going on. Only God can open his eyes. And it goes on in the scripture and says, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha and his servant. And he could see there are really more for us than what this army brought against us. There's more. When his spiritual eyes were open, he could see the heavenly host in all directions. And I look at at Elisha's servant here, and he lacked the faith of his master. Now, for us today, you may be discipling, you may be mentoring someone, and a lot of times that's, that is true. You know, just like in this story that I may be talking with somebody and mentoring somebody, and I may have more faith maybe because I've been in it longer than they have. That happens all the time, that people don't uh, maybe have the same level of faith as you because they've not been in it as long. It's just spiritual maturity. But he's showing it to his servant here. Doesn't make anybody better than anybody else. Elijah prayed that he may be given a vision of the spiritual world and to see what God was doing. And this morning, I want you guys to know that if you and I study God's word, we can clearly know the strategy of Satan and everything he tries to attack us with. Everything. If we'll get in the word, we'll communicate with God, we'll be in tune with his spirit, we'll see everything that the enemy tries to bring against us and recognize it for what it is. All of it. God knows every secret plot that the enemy is going to try to bring against you. And we all have our vices. We all have our things that that rub us the wrong way more than somebody else. But God knows. God knows exactly how the enemy is going to bring something against you. And he's saying, do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Think about the servant. He was terrified of what he saw when he woke up that morning. Terrified. And the first thing he does when he sees this great army is he does what? He goes running to his master because he felt safe with him and how he was in his faith. Now, let's correlate that to something here and now. When our kids were younger, when your kids were younger, and something woke them in the night, and they got scared... What do they do? They run to mom and dad. They run at least to the bedroom door and sleep in the floor so you can trip on them the next morning as you're going out of the room. Or they lay at the foot of the bed or they crawl in bed with you because they feel safe. They know whatever scared me there can't touch me here because mom and dad's here. In your life now, when you come up against something, What should we do? We run 
to the Father because we know that he is our refuge and strength in times of trouble. Kids know that as long as I'm near them, nothing's going to hurt me. They need that physical evidence of their parents' presence. We need that presence of the Lord in our lives when we're struggling and we're going up against something that we don't see a way around it. We need his presence to help us through. We may only see the mountain right in front of us in the physical, but when I run to Jesus and get in the word, he shows me things in the spirit that move that mountain out of the way. I thank him for that this morning. We begin to see what God sees and we activate our faith instead of letting fear instead of letting fear control us we activate that faith. I know who I am in Jesus. I know what the promises in his word are and this mountain will be moved out of my way. My goodness. The young servant of Elijah does the same thing and is running to his master. We too at times long for God to give us some kind of reassurance that he's near. And sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. And that's an exception. He wants us to learn to trust his promise that he's with us no matter what. Whether I feel it, whether I see it or not, he's still there. He's still working. He's still moving. No matter how frightening something gets, God's people, we always have more on our side than whatever the enemy tries to bring against us on his side. We are fighting from a, a, such a magnificent and powerful army that we sometimes don't even understand that in our small thinking. That I've got the, I've got the Lord of angel armies on my side. What are you going to bring against me, devil? Nothing. Nothing. Faith knows that God is working behind the scenes. That he's at work all around us doing things more wonderful than we can imagine, but our spiritual vision is sometimes limited and we cannot see them. But our faith sees things that are out of sight. The evidence of things not seen. Faith. Do you see what I see? If God and his angels are for us, who can be against us? And the forces of God always, always, always outnumber the enemy. He's lost. He's a loser. He's defeated already. It's over. And Elijah, in this story, he's part of two miracles here. First, he opens the eyes of his servant. He sees God do that. But then he also blinds the eyes of the enemy. The king of Syria tries to capture the prophet Elijah, but because of what God was doing in the spiritual realm, Elisha captures them instead. Two people capture a whole army because of what God's doing behind the scenes. And that reminds me, you know, we're going to sing this later, and I just hope it speaks to you like it's speaking to me right now. That no matter what I, I come up against, no matter what you come up against, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. I've been so many times in my life when I face things, I find myself, this is the strongest position I can be in. The strongest. I just throw my hands up and say, the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm not going to try to do anything in my strength. It's all you. And I commit this to you. Let's see you move. I have faith that you're going to move. 
Whatever situation you see in the physical does not mean that's what it looks like in the spiritual. Again, whatever you see right now in the physical that's going on in your life does not mean that's how it looks in the spiritual. You have no idea what's going on and what he's doing behind the scenes. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that God has more firepower than Satan does. Every day. That God's still on the throne. He's still busy working on behalf of those who believe and put their trust in him. Now I find myself in the last couple weeks just really in this I don't even know how to explain like a spiritual battle like like God I want more I know you're you're capable of so much more what's the hold up and I feel like he just keeps saying to me I'm waiting for my people to be serious about the relationship with me I'm waiting for you to dive in even deeper into what I have for you. This is not a game. Rick, you don't understand the spiritual warfare that's going on all the time. That's constantly, how the enemy is tr- constantly trying to take people out in your church. And they don't understand it either. It's time to get serious about me. It's time to understand that I have more for them, more for you. If they would just seek, seek me, not just on Sundays, not just on Wednesdays, but they would seek me every single day, multiple times during the day, I will show them my power and my might and my strength. I will let them see what I see. This morning, we don't have to imagine that God will move. We don't have to imagine that. We can know that. Oh, I just wonder if he'll move, or I can just imagine he will. He does. He's still doing it. And whatever you're facing this morning, stand your ground and know that the God of angel armies has your back. You're not fighting alone. He's got you. So stand there in the midst of it and let God fight on your behalf. There's so many things that I've been through in my life that I've struggled with, that, I, that I've had to endure, that I've had to go through. And, and each time, you know, I just spoke this to somebody else, in those moments where you're not sure what's going on, those are the opportunities for your faith to rise up, to grow. I have never seen my faith grow when I quit. But when I've stood my ground in the midst of what I'm facing and let God fight my battle, he has taught me so much. And it increased my faith every time. What about the times when it doesn't go the way you thought? Well, then it wasn't his will for my life. And he, you know, for all I know, he protected me from something that I didn't even see. Do you see what I see? Those moments where all you see, there's a song 
The battle belongs to the Lord. When you, when you see it, all you see is the battle, God already sees the victory. And that's hard for us to understand because so many times we just look in the physical. This is right in front of me. But God's working. God sees you. When I see a big mountain in my life, God already sees it moved. I don't know how I'm going to get over this or around this or through it, but you do. And I trust you. Help my faith rise up. And I don't have to fear anything because I'm safe in God. Some of us need to, to break out of this soft shell of, of our faith. And, and sometimes we just need to shout out things. Anybody ever shouted out things and it makes you feel a lot better? I didn't say yell at somebody or cuss somebody out or yell at somebody. Just shout things. Shout the word. Shout a prayer. And it changes the atmosphere. You know, if I, if I shout out, I know you're for me. It doesn't matter who's against me. That changes something, that, and it rises up inside. That I get the spiritual boldness and operate in what God has, what God's promised. Instead of, I know you're there, God. I know you are. I just hope you come through. That's a reality sometimes. We can be bold. We can boldly approach the throne. Because nothing can stand against the power of God. Nothing. Nothing. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Some of you this morning need your faith increased. Our praise team would come. You're in the midst of a struggle right now. You're in the midst of a battle right now. And you're not seeing like God sees. And he's here this morning to help you open your spiritual eyes to who he is. And who he wants to be in your situation. He has not abandoned you. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. And like I said earlier, he is warring and fighting on your behalf all the time. If you'll stand this morning. Just bow your heads for a minute. I'm going to ask you this morning, are you having a hard time seeing like God sees? Are you in the midst of something right now and you're really, really struggling and you need to see God in that situation? You need to see that mountain move. When you slip up your hand this morning, just let me know. I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm in the middle of it and I need to see like God sees. Amen. Amen hands across the sanctuary. 
So Father, right now, Lord, we want to see what you see. We want to see like you see, Father. We want our faith to rise up inside of us and know that we are victorious through whatever we're facing right now. That the battle belongs to the Lord. That when we fight, God, the best position is down on our knees in prayer and our hands lifted up and surrender to you and say, it's yours. I'm tired of fighting it on my own. It's yours. You can do more in this than I can, God. It's yours. Help me see like you see. Increase my faith. Let me walk and talk in authority this morning. Father, right now, the power of your Holy Spirit, move on people's hearts. Move like only you can move, God. Lord, there's people in here right now that need healing. They need marriage restored. They need the battle of their mind to be overcome by you and your love. Lord, there's people facing financial situations right now that they don't see the answer, but you do. Help them see that this morning, God. Help them put their faith in you as we pray and believe for you to move, Father. As we worship and we pray this morning, Holy Spirit, make yourself known in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. If you need prayer for anything, please come. Run to the fall.